Please stand. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the Son of David. Let us pray. Most merciful God, as the people of Jerusalem, with palms in their hands, gathered to greet your dearly beloved Son when he came into his holy city, grant that we may ever hail him as our King, and when he comes again, may go forth to meet him with trusting and steadfast hearts, and follow him in the way that leads to eternal life. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us go forth in peace. In the name of the Lord.
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you sent your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon himself our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Mercifully grant that we may follow the example of his great humility and patience and be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the Sunday of the Passion is from Zechariah chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from Philippians chapter 2. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, 
taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, to the glory of the Father. This is the word of the Lord.
Passion of our Lord, according to the evangelist and apostle St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You know that after two days is the Passover, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people assembled at the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and plotted to take Jesus by trickery and kill him. But they said, Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil. And she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body... She did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you doing against me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him thirty pieces of silver, So from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Now on the first day of the feast of the unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When evening had come, he sat down with the twelve. Now as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, He said to him, You have said it. And as they were eating... Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine From now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, 
they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. He went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them asleep and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, he who betrays me is at hand. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas one of the twelve with a great multitude with swords and clubs, came from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign, saying, Whoever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. Immediately he went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi. And kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. But Jesus said to him, Put your sword in its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father? and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels? How then could the scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen thus? In that hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him, And fled. And those who laid hold of Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, 
where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance to the high priest's courtyard. And he went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests, the elders, and all the council sought false testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. But at last two false witnesses came forward and said, And the high priest arose and said to him, Do you answer nothing? What is it these men testify against you? But Jesus kept silent. And the high priest answered and said to him, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, It is as you said. Nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. What further need do we have of witnesses? Look now, you have heard his blasphemy. What do you think? They answered and said, He is deserving of death. Then they spat in his face and beat him, and others struck him with the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy to us, Christ, who is the one who struck you? Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him, saying, You also were with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are saying. And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again he denied with an oath. And after a while, those who stood by came up to him and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus who had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. When morning came, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed, and went and hanged himself. But the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, because they are the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Therefore that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the value of which was Christ, whom they as the children of Israel priced, and gave it to them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, 
Are you the king of the Jews? So Jesus said to him, It is as you say. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? And he answered him not one word, so that the governor marveled greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And they had then a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ. For he knew that because of envy they had delivered him. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent to him, saying, Have nothing to do with that just man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. And the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. Then the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, but rather that a tumult was rising, He took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. And all the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium, And gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. When they had twisted a crown of thorns, they put it on his head. And a reed in his hand. And they bowed the knees before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. Then when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him put his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. Now as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. Him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they had come to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, place of a skull, they gave him sour wine mingled with gall to drink. But when he had tasted it, he would not drink. Then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Sitting down, they kept watch over him there. And they put up over his head the accusation written against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then... Two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and another on the left. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. 
Likewise, the chief priests, also mocking with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Even the robbers who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there, when they heard that, said, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed, and offered it to him to drink. The rest said, Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth quaked and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly was the Son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee Ministering to him were there looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. Now when evening had come, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to Pilate, and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his new tomb, which he had hewn out of the rock. And he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. And Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary sitting opposite the tomb. On the next day, which followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember, while he was still alive, how that deceiver said, After three days I will rise. Therefore, command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away, and say to the people, He has risen from the dead. So the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard. Go your way. Make it as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and setting the guard. Here ends the Passion according to St. Matthew.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. When they had twisted a crown of thorns, they put it in his hand and reed in his right hand, and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! Then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. Then when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Humanity's evil is on full display in the rejection of Jesus by the Roman soldiers, the chief priests, the elders of the people, the passers-by, and even out of the mouth of robbers crucified with him. Unbelief. And the rejection of Jesus shows itself in the selfish, arrogant evil of those who mocked Jesus and in whom there was not the slightest bit of empathy or compassion where there is an absence of faith in the gospel, there will be a corresponding absence of love, mercy, empathy, compassion, tenderness. Unbelief hates the gospel of God's undeserved love and mercy in Jesus and fights against it. But in the passion of our Lord, we see a radical love. Jesus died for those enemies who hated him, rejected him, and mocked him. We have been throughout Lent in our midweek services meditating upon the passion of our Lord according to St. Matthew. In the beginning of Lent, Jesus was anointed at Bethany by Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, who because of the forgiveness and mercy that she had received, she overflowed with love and affection for him. We saw Jesus celebrate the Passover and out of the Passover institute the sacrament of love his very body, and his most precious blood. Throughout this time, we also meditated upon the catechism. This is my body, which is given for you, the true body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the benefits of which are contained in those powerful words of gospel given and shed for you, sinner, for the forgiveness of all your sins. These words show us that in the sacrament, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation, are given us through these words. 
And we saw the anguish of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. My soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death as he bears every sorrow of yours and of mine and of the whole world and what sinful humanity had brought upon himself. He took it all and he bore it to the cross and he prayed for you. Those words of faith and love for his father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And before the Sanhedrin, we saw him like a lamb, silent before its shears, so he opens not his mouth. And before Pontius Pilate, who so desperately wants to release Jesus, washes his hands and says, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. And in a moment of great prophetic irony, the mob who cried for his crucifixion said, his blood be on us and on our children. How it must be so. Finally, today, we focus on the mockery of Jesus. And on Wednesday, his final words and death and burial. The worst of human evil is on display in the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus, in the mockery of the soldiers, in the cruel torture he endured, and in the ridicule that he witnessed from everyone who saw his crucifixion. Where the gospel of God's love and self-sacrifice in Jesus is rejected, man inevitably disintegrates into a malevolent monster who knows nothing of compassion or mercy, but only hatred, scorn, and contempt for God's grace. The gospel of Jesus is on display in the passion as he willingly dies for those who hated him, who had sinned against him, who mocked him, with cruel hatred, who wanted him dead. What they hated was God, his word, his self-giving nature, his goodness. Jesus was hated for how he forgave sinners, how he came not to condemn others and exalt himself, but to serve other sinners in love especially those who hated him. Just as faith in Christ is active in compassion and love for others, especially the unworthy and the undeserving, especially our enemies and persecutors, so also unbelief is manifest in every form of self-centered evil. And so we're confronted with this today with that evil that is a part of our own nature, every last one of us. Let us confess our sins. Let us pray for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us cry out to him that we might rest our life in salvation only in the Lord Jesus and in his sacrifice of love for us. When St. Paul in the Palm Sunday epistle 
says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was the Son of God himself, emptied himself and took on the form of a servant and became obedient to the death of the cross. When he speaks those words, he is inviting us to believe in Jesus' love, to trust in this love, to receive this love for us from the Lord Jesus, the lover of sinners that he really is. He is inviting us to empty ourselves in contrition and repentance, to turn from impenitence and unbelief, to let go of bitterness and strife and the bearing of a grudge, and to receive his love and receive his forgiveness, that it might transform us into the image of him who poured out his lifeblood that we might live. O Lord Jesus, as you bore the mockery, torture, and rejection of those who hated you, strengthen our faith to believe that you did all this in love for us and for the whole world, so that we might live in your mercy, love, and forgiveness toward those who hate us and have done us wrong because of our faith in you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us confess the faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, from thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. Let us pray. God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, you brought your Son to the cross by a faithful life of selfless love, and he was obedient even to the point of death. Grant that we may also live faithful and selfless lives. Teach us to cherish Christ's sacrifice above all else, even to the point of our death, treasuring his redemption which is everlasting life. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, in holy baptism, you have set free the prisoners from the waterless pit by the water and the word, where you give the name which is above every name. Grant to all the baptized, and especially this week to those celebrating baptismal birthdays, Selah Girak, Linda Milos, 
Ava D'Amato, Jackie Klug, Chase and Nora Gallus, Karen Ferking, Verla Gatchel, Paul Wehrman, Rachel and Sarah Legro. Grant them the temperance to fix their eyes on the humble sufferings of Christ and the pattern their lives after his example. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, while you were yet, while we were yet your enemies, you sent forth your Son to suffer and die, freeing us from death. Protect those who stand up for your design of male and female, even to the point of death, especially those on the Waukesha County School Board. Guide us all to love those who hate us, to pray for our enemies and those who persecute your people, and to give witness to the hope within us in the day of our trial. Bring them to repentance, that they may be of one mind and heart with us and with your whole church on earth. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, your Son, Jesus Christ, has spoken peace to the nations and continues to provide for their needs of body and soul. We thank you for the daily bread you continue to provide for Randy and Pam Kirk, celebrating a wedding anniversary tomorrow, and for all families. Instill in all husbands, wives, sons, daughters, a sure desire to receive the bread which gives eternal life. Heal the brokenness of your people with your word of forgiveness. By your strong arm, protect those who serve us, our Congress, legislators, and judges, those in armed forces, especially Jessica Franklin, John Franklin, Yvonne Ingram, Robert Haga, Mark Miley, Morgan Thoney, David Uttenreiter. Put in the minds of your world's governments and leaders that it is your dominion that is from sea to sea and to the ends of the earth. And give us all a desire to hear and receive Christ's salvation. Lord, in your mercy. O oh God, draw near to those in trial and peril. Forsake not the brokenhearted, nor those in any kind of need. Hear their humble cries. Come quickly to their aid. Michael Chen, Jan Wollen, Mark Gretzinger, Don Fredrich, Dennis McKellis, Gabby Hartwig, Mike Ferguson, Peyton Locklear, Jamie Lynn Martin, Kathy Miller, and Heather Peters. Rescue those who delight in you, and let them see the Lamb who goes forth uncomplaining. Lord, in your mercy. Father, you reveal your righteousness in the suffering and kingly death of your son, Jesus. He made himself of no reputation and was forsaken so that we would have his righteousness. By the blood of his covenant, increase our faith. Fill us with your righteousness and lead every tongue to confess and proclaim his death until he comes. Lord, in your mercy. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We praise you, Father, that you have sent your Son not in wrath, but in mercy. As we enter this most holy week and ponder together the mysteries of your great salvation, show us the answer to your people's prayers of Hosanna in the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Oh, uh -huh. 
office to me. I will offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call on the name of the Lord. I will take the cup of salvation and will call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people in the courts of the Lord's house. In the midst of you, O Jerusalem. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross that where death arose, their life also might arise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth, to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship, with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the holy supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming, we may together with all your saints celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Peace.